either way, I'm making you die faster than you naturally would, and either way, you're guilty of murder in my mind. But in one case, we have immunity and we have a financial reward, and in another, where where you use a gun, you go to jail. Uh, Jeff, what are your thoughts on this as as a practitioner? Uh, you know, I don't think the majority of doctors were purposefully trying to kill people. I think they believed that they were doing good under false pretenses. The medical boards were complicit in this. The medical boards were doing the opposite. They were threatening physicians that were prescribing hydroxychloroquine or ivermectin. They were threatening physicians that were speaking out in California, where I live. Uh, the legislator passed a law called AB 2098, and the governor signed it. And it was a law that allowed the medical board to take away the licenses of physicians that were spreading, quote, misinformation and disinformation. Um, I sued the medical board along with my podcast co-host, Dr. Mark McDonald. We were represented by Liberty Justice Center. We were heard before the Ninth Circuit Court of Appeals. Unfortunately, the judge never ruled because during that time, the governor signed a law overturning AB 2098. Um, So pressure from us and others uh, forced the governor to repeal that particular aspect of the law. So hospitals were incentivized financially to push remdesivir. Um, Physicians were, in many cases, as well. And physicians were threatened if they stood up and wanted to do something different. There are perverse incentives throughout the medical industry, all the way from the CDC and the FDA that get the majority of their funding from the industries that they're overseeing. Big Pharma is the largest lobby in the federal government. And as a result of these perverse incentives that have crept into the medical industry, we saw exactly what the system was designed to do. And that is lean hard in the direction of these financial incentives um, and do things that are just untoward that caused hundreds of thousands, if not millions of people to die, uh, both um, by intervening in a way that was harmful and not allowing doctors to intervene in a way that was helpful. And that's what we're seeing. And again, unfortunately, it's still going on today. We're in, you know, February, and it's still going on today. Okay, so I want to deal with something. Dr. Fauci is like something out of a bad sci-fi 007 novel, you know, the evil Dr. No. The, did he ha- have personal gain out of any of these recommendations, i.e., the shots, Pfizer, Moderna. Did he, does anybody on this call know whether he benefited from his uh, power and authority over this? Well, I think yes. Uh, so he 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 in part held patents on these vaccines, as did the NIH. Um, he is addicted to power. If you just read. Um, Bobby Kennedy Jr.'s book, The Real Anthony Fauci, uh, his reign goes back long before COVID. He did something very similar during the AIDS crisis. And so, yes, he personally gained. I think he's got the largest pension in the federal government uh, from a retiree now. And, of course, I think it's Georgetown gave him a job uh, as a professor. Uh, so his reign continues. 
And I hope at some point he appropriately gets investigated and ultimately convicted. Tom, any and thoughts? I'd like to. Yeah. I, yeah, I would love to add to that. So I, one of the things that's crucial for people to understand, and I, a lot of people are surprised for me to say this. Okay, so Anthony Fauci is one of the lowest forms of life on this planet in my mind. <laughs> he cannot be punished severely enough. He could not be buried far enough under Gitmo for me. That said, one of the things that I really want people to understand is Anthony Fauci was one cog in a much larger wheel. He was a monster. But you have to understand, so we have, we have a case in, in New York against Equal Health Alliance and Peter Daszak and all these different people who were involved in the creation of SARS-CoV-2. Anthony Fauci funded the creation of this disease. Okay, but he didn't do it alone. When he funded it, he funded it along with our defense and uh, a number of other groups. There were a lot of USAID grants, which indicates implicates the CIA, and a lot of other things. Fauci funded the creation of SARS-CoV-2. He actively hid that it was created in the Wuhan lab in China, and he covered up all the information they had while people died. But... He couldn't do that without the help of our Department of Defense and our Central Intelligence Agency. You have to understand that the technology that Ralph Barrett transferred to Wuhan, China, a nation, a lab controlled by the CCP, a nation that had an avowed enemy of the United States and that promised to use biological warfare against us in the past, we transferred advanced genetic engineering technology to that country that can't legally be done without approval and without knowledge of our department of defense and cia they knew that we did this they actively supported us doing it in fact the dod actually funded some of it they funded this work they funded the fact that we were sending this advanced gene editing technology to a country that had said they want to use it against us in biological weapons. So when we look at this, right now what's happening is Anthony Fauci is being held out and he's being made a scapegoat, which there's no finer person on this planet to make a scapegoat. But unless we recognize that it was our Department of Defense and Central Intelligence Agencies who facilitated all of this, we continue barking up this Anthony Fauci tree, which Okay, the guy belongs in jail for life. I agree. But he didn't do this alone. This wasn't the Anthony Fauci protocol. This was a protocol that was done with a whole bunch of people involved. It wasn't just Anthony Fauci that created this disease. It wasn't just Anthony Fauci that created this vaccine. It wasn't just Anthony Fauci that did this whole thing. It was he was just part of a much larger wheel. And until, you know, some of our, our more esteemed people out there, until our Rand Pauls and Jim Jordan start saying, Hey, okay, Fauci's let's hold him accountable, but what about the D squared? D. What about the CIA? Let's start looking into who, what, what generals, what Pentagon brass, what FBS agents were involved in this. Who approved transferring this technology to China? Okay, For so God's sake, Tom, you're, you've hit a nerve, and. And what I want to say is I've been covering government corruption for the last four weeks. (laughs) 
So I'm right there with you. But the problem is, and we've got just a few more minutes, and I hope that we'll be able to have a a part two to this conversation because this is powerful. But what I wrote down in my notes is DS equals D D squared. D slash CIA. So what you're pointing to is this deep state that President Trump has spoken so much about is embedded with some really powerful people. And some of them kill people for a living. That's what they do. So people are afraid. They're afraid to go against not just the medical boards who are complicit for sure, right, Jeff? But they're they're afraid of this massive machine that has has gained so much power. It's like the, you know, the iRobot that now can run the world. It's become bigger than itself. And and it's a very frightening time for us to look at what would it take to take it down? Really, what would it take? And um, this scheme, and you're referring to a scheme to not only defraud the American people, but in, in cahoots with people around the world who are supposedly our enemies. And I had a guy say to me one time, I said, um, when I asked him a question, he said, well, the enemy of our enemy is our friend. And that's what this DOD CIA conglomerate is doing when they're working with China. But the one thing I want to bring to everybody, because I work deep in the election integrity piece, and it's really election fraud. That's really what it is. But when they did what they did before our upcoming election, when President Trump was projected to be reelected, is by doing all of this, the only thing they could do to take him down was destroy us physically or, or, or damage our economy, and they did both. So what they effectively did is interfere in the 2020 election. And when they did that in cahoots with China, they kicked in an, an executive order that we've spoken of many times here. So there is a greater, greater uh, impact uh, when you look at how this health uh, massacre impacted our nation and our future, and it took us into a, a a spiral downward that we're still trying to figure our way out of. And I'm not sure we're going to. And I'm usually the eternal optimist. I want to give you both uh, a few minutes. We have five minutes left. I want to give you both a few minutes to talk about how people can follow you, what your uh, you know, contact information is how can we support you in your work? Because I know you both take donations. So starting with you, Tom, uh, please thank you for all the work you're doing. And how can we help you? Well, I appreciate that very much. And, yes, we do continue working. And, uh, you know, I mean, we, we do basically function on, on donations. You know, we do our shows. Uh-huh. We do everything we do. And we do it based on support. So please go to TomRemps.com. Support us there. Um, we take donations. We've got a couple books out, very short, four, four series books are very short. They're quick reads talking about now they're putting these vaccines into our food, the mod RNA, what that means, how they're doing that. Uh, they're putting uh, these things into all sorts of things. We have another book about central bank digital currencies. And we should, this weekend and into the early next week, we'll have another little bit longer book on how to fight back on some of this tyranny. Uh, we're talking about the COVID fight more generally, and that's coming out right now. We have a series of other books coming out. And uh, please, anything you can do, I'm going to keep doing. I'm going. I don't care if I got to if I got to fight this from under a bridge embankment, 
and uh, throw stones at Anthony Fauci's limo when he drives by, then that's what I'll do. But the more resources we have, the more we can do. And I've said a million times, if we could get 100,000 Americans, that's less than one half of 1%, to give 20 bucks a month, that's a Starbucks a week, we could launch lawfare against this on a scale unprecedented. But we, we just, we can't, we got to get the, the people to support us. We got to get just 20 bucks a month. That's all we need. Well, and let me say this, and then I want Jeff to, uh, to share. $20, guys, is a minor investment in saving our nation. And if you don't do it now, I promise you, we will pay for it later because they'll rip that money right out of our claws. Jeff, go ahead. Thank you, Jen. Uh, first of all, thank you for having me on. Tom, honored to be on with you. Uh, your listeners can follow me. I am very active on Instagram at rx 4 liberty rx4forliberty. Uh, that's also my website. Uh, I do telehealth in all 50 states. Um, as a result of COVID, you can take care of people that have COVID in all 50 states. You don't have to be licensed in that state in order to take care of them. And that includes uh, COVID prep kits to have on hand medication just in case you come down with it. Um, I've got several books out as well. My newest one, Morning Message, has nothing to do with COVID. It's all about holistic health. And that's available on my website, Rx for Liberty, or directly on morningmessage.com. Every morning I post a 90-second reel on something to do with holistic health. And um, listen, I'm in the fight. Uh, I'm not going away. I'm here to help. Invite me out to speak anywhere in the country. Just pay for my travel, and I'm happy to come out. So thank you, Jen, for having me on. Oh, it's been great. And Jeff was with us last May when we did Restoring Health in a Toxic World. And I'll tell you, that was an amazing, amazing day filled with great experts such as Dr. Barkey and uh, James Lyons-Weiler and Dr. Stephanie Coxon. So shout out to all the people, Doug Mastriano, uh, uh, was instrumental in helping me uh, connect with these folks. And, and a lot of that was born out of what had occurred in East Palestine and the toxicity that these people burned and put in, in the air and water and soil and, uh, you know, shame on them. It's up to us to fight this battle. I appreciate you both so very much. And I and we, we hope and pray for your safety and for your continued work and support. Everybody, you can please support these individuals and uh, make sure that you're taking care of your own health as you go along, that you're prepared. Should you come down with something, know what to do so that you're not putting yourself at risk going to these hospitals that don't necessarily have your best health in their heart. God bless you. Have a great week. See you next Saturday morning right here on The Jen Charlton Show on WFMD.